Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Yay, welcome! We are so excited to be with you. In fact, this weekend, we're going to see some of you in Tulare, California. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is, wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need yes. is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And you may ask yourself, how can I show up? Well, wherever you're listening to this, if you're on Apple or Spotify, you're on Beck TV, wherever you're at, um, you can come to our Rumble channel and we're going to be live streaming. We're, we're going to be doing uh, interviews right off stage all weekend in Tulare. And then we're going to be live streaming the event on our Rumble channel as well. So you can go there, go to rumble.com and then put in Flyover Conservatives and uh, check it out. We also would appreciate you subscribing so we can help yes. get over that 100,000 uh, subscriber mark. That is exactly right. Now, if you've attended a Reawaken America event or you're going to be attending the one in Tulare, you probably spoke with James. James is the one that sells the tickets with Clay Clark. And our kids were actually in Tulsa, Oklahoma over this week- weekend with Clay Clark and James and the whole gang of the Reawaken America event. And they had an opportunity to talk to James about the event as well as possibly getting you backstage for a backstage drawing. Check this out. Hey, Flyover family. We are in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the home of Thrive Time Show, Clay Clark. And I am here with the amazing Mr. James. We're going to be in Tulare, California this upcoming Friday and Saturday, December 15th and 16th. To get tickets, you text the word FLYOVER, F-L-Y-O-V-E-R, to 918-851-0102. If they do that, they're going to get a hold of you. Is that correct? That's right. And I'm going to be giving out a backstage pass to one of the listeners to this video, too. Tell them you watched this video. Tell them you saw Colton shivering in the cold in Tulsa, Oklahoma, <laughs> and uh, you want to come to this event, and they'll get you a backstage pass to meet Eric, Laura, Cash, Devin Nunez, Roger Stone, Peter Navarro, General Flynn will be there. 918-851-0102. Text the word flyover. We'll see you guys in Tulare, California. You know, before we started a podcast, like almost three years ago, two and a half years ago yep. or whatever, you know, we had a, a life career in business. It started out with being in our early 20s, married early with kids right away, incredibly broke, starting our own company. And we had to really work on our thinking. And we used to say a lot so that, that sometimes people get what they want, but they almost always get what they expect. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody want, I want the six pack. I want this. I want to get ahead. But, you know, things typically end up working out more like how you expect them, you know, so you, you know, to, um, there's an article that came out recently, uh, uh by a website called neuroscience. They're doing a study about how people think and, and whether they're, they're positive or negative. Mm-hmm. We have had an expression. We'd say often that, that, uh, there's two groups of people in this world. One think things are going to be better next year. And I, I've got the power to help make it. So, and you've got another group that says, things are probably going to be worse next year and there's really nothing I can do about it. And it's kind of a helpless a victim mentality, victim mentality mm-hmm. to it. So we, we, we follow it in an email for the and Connor Boyack did an incredible breakdown of this on his uh, monthly, you know, news newsletter on, on how you think and, and, and positivity and it's, it's role into things. We thought, well, man, Let's there's, get him on there's, to there's talk nothing about better this. we can do to, to bring on from the Tuttle Twins the one only Mr. Connor Boyack. Yay! Welcome. Thanks, guys. 
Absolutely. Well, first of all, I just want to say our daughter actually is the one that um, gets your email. And she's like, you guys oh. have got to see this. They're great things. I think it comes out actually weekly. And we were Amazing. reading through these emails. And this was quite an interesting article from Neuroscience about optimism. Yep. Can you kind of uh, talk about that a little bit and how we can and, maybe and I, I wanna, overcome the, that? One thing to, to address on that, like Flavor families, you're watching this. There has been this overwhelming attack to demoralize and sort of break down your ability to even think what could be good, you know, about the future. So I, I really am excited to have you do this for our listeners, because this is something we have to intentionally lean, lean into. Well, you guys pointed out your own story, how working on your mindset and your thinking was so critical to laying the foundation for your success. And this article, this, uh, this study that just came out, totally uh, stands in contrast to your experience, to my experience, and that of many others. This new study is claiming that optimistic people are stupid, basically. That's the latest <laughs> yeah. of it. And uh, I, I want to read, you know, here's the summary on the screen. While optimism is often celebrated, a new study reveals that excessive optimism can lead to poor decision-making, particularly in financial matters. And, and it's ridiculous because uh, I, I just finished reading yesterday, in fact, and I'm a little embarrassed to say this. For the first time in my life, the book by Napoleon Hill called Think and Grow Rich. Mm. This Great like, book. seminal book, 15 million sold. It's the granddaddy of all the other business self-help books that I read. I'm reading this thing and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this, this condenses all the wisdom yeah. that I've gleaned in nuggets and all these other books. But it's the power of mindset and thinking to some hippy-dippity, people might say, manifest uh, or that the universe will provide, or God, or whatever you want to describe. But it's so fascinating to see how people's uh, thinking can direct them to productive action. So here comes this mm -hmm. study, and it says, oh, no, 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 optimistic people, people with positive thinking, they're not doing actually very well. They have lower cognitive abilities. Uh, they have lower financial success. And I just had finished reading this book, which Napoleon Hill wrote after interviewing over 500 of the most influential business magnates of the time. We're talking, talking Andrew Carnegie and Henry Ford and Thomas Edison mm -hmm. and all these successful people. He distills that knowledge into this book. And if I were to distill it down into one, it is optimistic and positive thinking with a definitive purpose is going to lead to financial success, material success, personal satisfaction. So you guys are right. Your experience is exactly right. It's, it's your mindset. It's your thinking. And, and the final point that I'll leave you with this, the reason why I think this study can be ignored is that when you actually look through the psychology research, all the literature, this is actually a huge controversy in the past few years in the kind of psychology industry, is that hardly any of the studies are replicated. They come up with, oh, study says this, study says that, study says that. But mm. if science is true, then you can replicate it. That study, you should be able to test it on this group and this group and, and find the same results. When they do what are called replication studies of psychology studies, they say, okay, interesting results. You claim that after surveying these, whatever, 20 people, that optimism leads to, you know, as a result of lower cognitive function, when they go try to replicate it in another group, that's when we start to find out, yeah. is this actually true or is there some fluke? Half of the psychology literature, all the studies that people cite, half of it is bunk, can't be replicated. I would bet a lot of money that this particular study would go that route as well. Oh, that is such a I, great I love it. Point. I love you bring that book. It's funny. We were talking about that uh, during our uh, lunch break today. Um, 
our, our kids went down to Clay Clark's office and worked with, with, with him for a couple of days. He had a business conference. Mm-hmm. One of his coaches had an old version of Think and Grow Rich on his desk. One year for Christmas, because this was a big turning point for mm-hmm. me, was this book. Uh, when they had the first printing of that book, there was 5,000 original copies of the very first version of it. Stacy bought me one of those original 5,000 wow. copies, and I hold on to it like it's really cherished, valuable thing. I have the same thing with uh, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People, not an original printing of that, but but really, I like five different versions mm-hmm. of really old with that. But I hold on to those because a lot of what you read today, it's like it's, it's not a, conden- a condensed version of all the the stuff out mm-hmm. like those guys all grew from that. That's the trunk of yeah. the, the the tree because it's based on a predetermined, you know, set of principles that do work and they are replicatable over and over and over because they're principles, right. not feelings based ideas or trends. And it's interesting because you were pointing out, you know, the success that we'd had, the success that you've had, you know, and kind of how we all think um, this young guy that had this on his desk, he's re- he's read the book four or five times. He's in his early 20s and he's doing very well in life. He actually has multiple uh, yep. properties. He has multiple businesses, you know, at a very young age. He, he, ma- like, he makes more money on the sides than he does in his job. Yeah. And he's still crushing his job every day. And he's looking at that as building something for his future. And yep. it's, it's, awesome. it's much more about this and not allowing himself to be indoctrinated by these kind of Marxist socialist like philosophies that are so interwoven in sitcoms and cartoons mm-hmm. and children's That's programs right. and cereal boxes and advertisement. It's, it's literally everywhere. And you have to inoculate yourself from that, which is why I'm so glad mm-hmm. you exist. Um, if, if we did nothing in this show ever, if like nothing else ever came from it, then, then people out there that have grandkids and children that they like, and if you don't like them, then don't worry about it. But if you like these kids at all, getting the content from Tuttle Twins because we've done it with our grandkids. It's so valuable. It's mm-hmm. almost like a like a vaccine for their brain to help them think right. <laughs> In fact, Connor, you actually have a book to kind of counteract this this whole uh, thought as well. And it's um, The Guide to Courageous Heroes. So Flyover Family, if you go to Tuttle Twins um, and then you scroll down, go to flyovertwins.com, scroll down till you find the teen section. And then it's the cool covers there. I really like the covers there. Um, it's Guide to Courageous Heroes. And it features over 20 biographies of people who faced incredible hardship and ended up changing the world. Like that is really cool, but obviously from an optimistic point of view. Well, you're right. And it does come down to that inoculation where kids are being fed all this negativity and all this criticism and victim mentality and entitlement mentality, the oppressed versus the oppressors. Our whole society and culture is saturated with these ideas. If we as parents or educators even, uh, but but especially us as parents, if we are not intentional about this and inoculating our children in the home, then we've lost them. We're going to lose them. And and you know, one quick story that I love to share is with the Hungarian Revolution. The Soviets had dominated Hungary. Uh, they threw off the Soviets. The Soviets came back and crushed the rebellion. A lot of families fled Hungary after that. One of the families, the Hadjok family, they were interviewed after they fled hungry because of the Soviet occupation. And the the daughter, I think she was like nine or 10 years old. She was a firecracker. She was talking about how her schools were indoctrinating her. It was all propaganda. Jeez. They were lying to her. And she was like spouting up. The people interviewing the family were like, oh my gosh, how is it that your daughter understands truth so well? Yeah. She's so well-spoken and outspoken. What have you done? Because all these other kids are dejected and hollow and, and you know, just believing whatever they're told. Mrs. Hadjock said, 
every night after the lights would go out, we would take our family down into the cellar. We would open up the Bible and we would wash out of our children's minds all the filth that had been put in in the schools wow. that day. And I'm thinking like, oh my Man. gosh, what an it, what a comparison to the world that we're in today. It is that daily intentionality. Now it's not just the schools, it's social media and it's YouTube yep. and it's everything, peers. And so we need intentionality. We're trying to help parents with the Tuttle Twins books and the cartoon to say, here are some resources that can kind of easily, you don't have to have a pre, you know, existing knowledge and entrepreneurship or economics or history or anything like that. Here's some fun storybooks that will introduce amazing ideas. One, one final little story that I'll share. Uh, this is a couple months ago. Dad was in the car listening to, I think, NPR. Kids are in the back seat. And, uh, and the folks on the radio were talking about inflation. Why is it happening? Why are prices so high? And there was an economist who was on the radio and he said, well, I'll tell you why it's happening. Have you seen the prices of these Taylor Swift ticket concerts? People are spending exorbitant amounts of money. It's heating up the economy and we need to slow things down so people stop raising their prices. Nine-year-old daughter in the back seat chimes in and says, that's not true. It's because the Federal Reserve is printing a bunch of money. And so, <laughs> oh, wow. So the dad was able to turn off the radio and have a conversation with his daughter. They were on the same wavelength, right? Because he had read the book with her in the past, The Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island, which is our book all about inflation and money and the central bank. Yep. And, uh, and they were able to deepen her knowledge about that. But, but that is the power when you have these books is that it gives parents and kids a shared language with which they can talk about these very real world ideas. And I tell the kids out there, you read these Tuttle Twins books and, and this isn't embellishing. This isn't, you know, th this is true. You read these Tuttle Twins books, you will be smarter than most adults oh, yeah. on these topics. That's, that's so true. And they're like cliff notes that right now Colton has it up there. Um, Creature from Jekyll Island. I actually read that versus the book, you know, because I'm like, this makes so much sense. This is so good. It's more yeah. like, like my level. These are all, uh, you know, phenomenal. We got this kind of, kind of whole set here and I'll probably have producer Colton, you know, chime in because, um, you know, he's got two, two young children and, you're probably not going to sit down, you know, and read the Federalist Papers to your kids. You know, it's like, ah, you know, but I, I guarantee these condensed versions put, you know, with, with great graphics and, and you know, oh, they're, 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 they're great stories, they're animated stories that kind of bring them to life. Kids love them. I and, love them. And they're, they're, they're great. And again, it's a, it's a great hack for you because as a parent or grandparent, you can uh, appear to be about 37% smarter than you really are uh, <laughs> simply by reading these, these books to your kids. So there's a whole series of these, everything from like, you know, the golden rule, you know, on and on and on. Like you said earlier, the, the pencil, the, the, you guys oh. have probably seen something similar on, on YouTube about the pencil. Oh my gosh, the miraculous pencil. This is so good. But all graphite, of these are rubber, excellent. wood, how they're made, all yep. the different people involved in producing a product. But you know, then helps them when they're going to the grocery store or looking at an iPad. Like everything came from somewhere, and that's why it costs what it does. Here's the creature from Jekyll right. Island. I mean, they these are excellent. If you've heard of the book but thought I've never read it before, honestly, read this one. It is so good and it breaks it down very simple. And we had Jared Griffin on our show. We did. And, and and he's a fan of this and he wrote the original. So yep. uh just that's right. Just <laughs> in, in, incredible incredible stuff and it's an easy way for all ages to get into it so again if you're watching this you're a grandparent or a parent or a great-grandparent and you like the grandkids 
these are something you need to have around. Just have them have them laying around, accessible, easy to find. Kids will pick these up and enjoy them. And right now, if you go to flyovertwins.com and you buy the set, um, when you put in promo code flyover, you get them 40% off. So just use promo code flyover, 40% off. That is an incredible deal. They are great gifts. We love them. Again, just if you like them. If yeah. you don't like these kids, then just let them <laughs> stick, stick in that you know, socialist indoctrination system, and, and that'll be the punishment uh, for them. But you know, you can, you can win. Colton, talk about the, the videos real quick. I hate to take over on Connor, but we're, we, we're so jazzed. We're huge fans. About these books. It changes the trajectory of, of people's future when they have better ideas. Yeah. Well, we, we, I started my kids when they were you know, just really young toddlers on the toddler books, and those were awesome. And that was before the, the TV show actually came out. So when the TV show came out, my kids were already familiar. Yeah, those yep, ones are there. Those are the ones. We've That's read them it. several times. F for fiat currency. Like like my, my three-year-old knows what fiat currency is. I love it. <laughs> and so we you know, going through those, that was, you know, my, my kids loved them. You know, we learned about gold and silver and learned about, you know, all these different things. Um, and when the TV show came out, my daughter absolutely loves it. I mean, she she freaked out. She's like, that is the most amazing thing. It talks about the inflation monster and the printing of tickets. And so it gave a common language for us as we're raising our kids that we were able to come back and like these, these conservative principles to be able to come alongside our kids and help them um, to articulate thoughts that they're having or like, why is this? Or how does this work? Or um, these big, these big, big, big complicated ideas. You guys mm-hmm. already break them down mm-hmm. in really fun ways. You know, when you're talking about, you know, the law and, uh, and how that works and just all these different huge concepts that are conservative principles that are very near and dear to our heart, we're able to communicate them. And it gives us that common language with characters that they start to get uh, invigorated with it. They start to see and, and yep. be able to, to get these concepts through the lens of what they're already seeing. Love it. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not teaching them that F is for fiat currency, they're going to be in a classroom where they have like W is for woke, X is for xenophobic, you know, uh, uh, right. Z is for zero tolerance. Those are the kind of things that are in grade school classrooms right now. So like you creating a vacuum doesn't leave a vacuum. It's just filled in by Marxists and socialists in the education system. Even if you're homeschooling or whether well, public school or wherever that, they still, they, I guarantee most of the kids, at, uh, teachers at private school, don't understand these concepts as clearly no. as you've got. No. Most of the economists, the professional economists with all kinds of college degrees don't understand the basics of how inflation actually works. Much like that economist on NPR trying to claim it's because of ticket prices <laughs> being high rather than the actual source. And it's it's because they all want to justify it. They all want to, you know, drink at the at the trough and keep the, you know, things going. None are more uh, uh, deluded than those whose livelihoods depend on you know, remaining, uh, embracing those falsehoods. What I like to tell parents, you guys, is that we are in a mind war. And and just as if your adult children were to go off to battle in some far-flung Middle Eastern country, you would be horrified if they were sent to war without armor and weaponry yeah. and knowledge of the enemy, the rules of engagement, what the enemy's weaknesses and strengths are. We would We would be horrified if the military did not provide our children with, at a minimum, that. And yet, I contend, we are sending our children into psychological battlefields every single day, often without armor and weaponry and knowledge Mm -hmm. of the enemy. And so, again, it's that intentionality. It's not just you can hope and wish for the best and, oh, my kids will turn out fine. I turned out okay. Guys, we live in a different world. I mean, it's been different for the past decade or two. Think of AI and deep fakes and all the crazy that's going to come out, robotics and everything in the next you know decade. And so we need to fortify our children's minds. We need them to be resilient. We need yeah. them to be entrepreneurial. We need them to be critical thinkers. The challenge for many parents is that they don't feel that about themselves. A lot of parents feel insecure mm-hmm. in their own abilities and knowledge. And yeah. so that's why with at least our resources, we don't try to say like, 
you need to know anything or you need to be an expert. It's just, here's these simple resources, read together. There's some discussion questions at the end of the book, have a discussion together as a family, foster that meaningful discussion. And because I'll, I'll, I'll end with this. I've been saying this a lot to a lot of our donors because we do all this through a nonprofit. So I'm always fundraising. And the message lately that I share is I don't think we're going to save our country at the Capitol or in the courtroom or even in the classroom. I think if we're going to save our country, it's at the family dinner table. Mm. Yes. It's rebuilding social fabric. It's developing critical thinking in the, in, the, in the minds of the rising generation. It's engaging in meaty discussions about ideas that are really relevant in our lives today. It's modeling for our children what civic engagement looks like and showing them how we want to stand up in a sit-down world and defend these ideas when few others are. That's where we save our country. So we need to optimize for that. We need to help parents and grandparents be able to strengthen those bonds in the family uh, and, and again, they often, oh, I mean, I don't know these things. I didn't learn about that. No, you don't need to know anything. Just get these simple books, read them together, have some amazing discussions, and then see where things go from there. In fact, Connor, I saw on the website, if you go to uh, the, the website there, scroll down towards the bottom, Colton, there's actually a PDF. I think it's like 13 questions for the dinner table or something oh, like that. Genius. It's only like $3.99, Flyover Family. So if you scroll down until you find the thing that says PDF, and once you get there- well, so let, let- let me let me clarify. This one that you see on the screen, that when you go to the flyovertwins.com and you use the coupon code flyover, you're going to get all 13 of our, our paperback books, that bundle. And then you're also going to get 13 activity workbooks, one for each of the books. Those are PDFs. Um, and so that comes free with the bundle when you get it. If you go to the products link, which is what Colton's showing right now, and this is all of our products. So if you scroll all the way down yep. to the ebooks section, that's what you were referencing is that we yes, do have some additional right ebooks there. Yep. And do you see it there? What's it actually called? I think it's like 13 questions to level up your family dinner conversations. I thought that is so cool. What a great idea um, to be able to help to stir up these conversations. That was a founding principle for our family. Every night yep. we had dinner together and the kids were growing up. Sometimes dinner might have had to been at 4.30 or 5 or maybe it was 9 because of activities. But that time at the dinner table every night I think was one of the most important mm-hmm. things as they – they were growing and now they're adults and they're, uh, you know, we, we're, we're literally their uh, baggage handlers for the most part. They're so far beyond <laughs> they us. Are. It's unbelievable. No doubt about Connor, it. Thank you for what you've created here. I, I'm just, I, I could not be a more raving fan. I appreciate you guys for sharing. And, and your example with your kids is, is another demonstration of intentionality. We, that is my, if I have a call to action uh, for the parents and the grandparents right now, sure. Get the books. Get these resources that's super important. It's going to help you. But I would say beyond that, just be more intentional. Recognize that there are so many hostile forces trying to capture the hearts and minds of our children and us as well, yeah. but mm-hmm. especially our vulnerable children. And so we need to fortify their minds. Like that Hadjok family in the Hungarian Revelation, like you guys at your dinner table, we need daily acts of intentionality. If we collectively are going to save our country, save our families, save our kids, it begins at the dinner table. Tuttle Twins is there to help. I love it. So Flyover family, go to flyovertwins.com, use promo code flyover. And for these books, you can get them at 40% off right now. Thanks again, Connor, for your, your help. I really appreciate it. I love the Tuttle Twins books. They are taking so many things that I want to teach my kids and putting them in these fun stories. My name's Jen, and my sister introduced me to the Tuttle Twins books about a year ago. I just bought the set on a whim. And I'm so glad that I did. It's kind of a crazy world we live in right now. I feel like our education system has been very dumbed down. They've taken a lot of um, patriotic, you know, curriculum 
out. And so, and, and they're putting kind of progressive things in that parents do not agree with. Society today teaches kids to be lazy, to rely on the government. I think as a parent, we should all be teaching kids that they need to work hard. My eight-year-old son, he loves these books. He came up to me the other day, he said, Mom, can we read Spectacular Show Business? I said, okay, so we read through it. And it's all about being an entrepreneur. And when we were done, he said, Mom, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm gonna make a lemonade stand. I'm gonna go save up money. I'm gonna buy this, I'm gonna buy this. And we talked all about it. He was so excited and I said, oh, I love this. The Tuttle Twins books are a really great way to help teach your kids to remember how great their country is and that this is a place where they can be free. They can be an entrepreneur. They learn these, these wonderful lessons of how our government actually works and um, why we pay taxes for things and how there are actually bad laws and how we can work to change them. The Tuttle books have been huge in my family. You know, being a conservative parent, I am so happy we found these books. Parents, don't wait. You need to get these books and read them with your kids. All right, it's time to uh, get engaged with somebody that's got a ginormous brain, supercomputer for a head. It's what's called a real journalist. Uh, do you remember back in the old days when they would do real work? They would yep. call, uh, verify sources, ask for a, a, another opinion, yep. FOIA request, yeah. like legal, you know, pushing things like like. Like like back before it was just airheads and 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 people with great dental work that just read teleprompters <laughs> and had nothing up here and they did now they just read teleprompters like this is old school real news former Fox News producer. she does have great teeth though we well, yeah all that that's a, uh, just a given it's a duh <laughs> but it's, that doesn't make you smarter it's gonna it's an addition it's an too. addition too it's an addition too yeah. it's like having spinners on a car or something like it doesn't make it go fast it's just kind of cool so so former. Fox News producer Newsmax, uh, Major League Baseball, made the rounds through there. Uh, the current also producer for The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson, and she's the host of the Brianna Morello show, the one, the only Brianna Morello. Yay! Welcome. Impressive. That's impressive. I'm still surprised David could do that in just one clean shot. We don't have to do retake after retake after retake. That's really cool. Yeah, and see, Flavor family, she does have the best teeth. Great teeth, <laughs> which is actually probably more usually like more of a compliment to somebody's parents yep, yep. than even themselves. You but know, you can see, like, you know, she's taken very well care of them. They they're white, yeah. they're nice, they're straight. If you're if you were a horse, you'd be worth big money. I would say if you got a good back or not, but good teeth, that's a good thing. Yeah, so I want to jump right into your tweets for people that don't know. Follow her on Twitter is a great spot. Also, the Brown Amarillo show is a must watch each yes. week. We're talking FBI whistleblowers. Um, she's uncovering things a week or two before you ever see on Fox or anywhere else. So it's incredible. But um, on her Twitter feed, um. There is a flow of information that's just ahead of the cycle mm. on a consistent basis. We like to highlight a couple of them on this show each week and have her kind of break them down it's like you'd have a DVD you know, behind the scenes of a movie. And uh, let's start right from the jump with yes. something kind of nice and calm and relaxing yeah, right. like Alex Jones. <laughs> let's talk about Alex Jones. So think about how much 
letting Alex Jones back on X would make the machine rage. And then, of course, he had this huge interview with Tucker Carlson uh, that, I mean, absolutely exploded. That was a really great interview. Like an hour and a half of just amazingness. Yeah, and Elon's comment was, we'll consider, in general, since the platform aspires to be the global town square, permanent bans should be extremely rare. Also, if he does say something false on this platform, then Community Notes will correct him, whereas that would not be the case elsewhere. Let's hold a poll. And you said, but but both Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer have a higher accuracy rate than CNN and MSNBC combined. Fox. Bring yes, bring back Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer. Man, look, they listened. Is- they listened. I'm sure it was my t- tweet that was so influential. I think so. But I don't really, I don't really understand why it took so long, guys. I mean, he was he was praising the platform as a free speech platform, and yet he was so scared of Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer, who again, Owen, I don't understand why he was even banned in the first place. But they did make an argument against Alex, but Alex has already, you know, responded to every a- allegation that's been thrown his way, and he's apologized for what he did say that he that he shouldn't have said, is is what my understanding is he believes truly. But uh, you know, free speech should like live on Twitter, and that's what. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk promised us. And so it made sense to do this. I know a lot of people are pissed off by it, but it's really people who we don't really want either working for Twitter or on Twitter anyway. Uh, so I think it's great. I'm excited for this. Uh, Alex Jones needs a great platform to put his message forward on. And I'm excited for this, uh, especially ahead of the presidential election. I mean, this is going to be critical oh, for us. Definitely. It's an important voice. I listened to, uh, they had a like a Twitter spaces conversation with like Andrew Tate. I think General Michael Flynn was on. Alex Jones, uh, I don't know, a slew of other other characters when they're commenting. Um, they brought up Alex is back on, but is is Owen and Rob Dew and some of the other people at InfoWars or any of the other ones back on yet? Is that all confirmed or is it just Alex at this point? Owen is back on. Yeah. So they just released his his previous account. I think he's at like 150,000 followers last I looked. So it's not like I don't I think he might have lost followers on that account it looks like but he's gotten his old account back. Okay. Uh, Infowars account is back too now on Twitter and I think everyone else is back. Um as far as I understand, yeah. Okay. Very cool. Well the, the world's a better place when everybody has a seat at the table and can yep. speak. Um mm-hmm. and I think if the Ayatollah can speak and 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 freely on Twitter then Alex Jones should be able to speak freely on Twitter. Hamas can speak freely on yes. Twitter. You know, it's like it's like uh, it's it's really ridiculous and silly at this point. But like mm-hmm. you'd mentioned earlier, not everybody is is happy about that. You had a tweet, uh, you retweeted something from The Hill. Um, basically, it says, we call this taking out the trash. Civil rights lawyer uh, Sherilyn Eiffel is leaving X after Alex Jones' account is reinstated. Um, there was a, quite a few of these people, especially in the legal area, that that were, you know, I would say based on our interactions, were just the 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 woke enforcement brigade mm-hmm. there at Twitter. Everybody kind of agreed with you in your feed. It's kind of crazy. You go down below. Uh, this is addition by subtraction, basically making the, the one better. Uh, that's from um, Michael CM. And then um, uh, I think it's pretty interesting take there. And then everybody kind of jumped on and agreed. The culture has shifted at Twitter. Kind of mm-hmm. explain what's going on there. Yeah. So since Elon purchased the platform, it seems like all of the left wing nut jobs have been forced out. Hopefully, uh, it's still premature to say, but I mean, that's just another example of someone who probably shouldn't have a job at a corporation because, uh, her political beliefs are so strong tied to her emotions. And mm-hmm. so she's unable to complete her task and, and feels like, I mean, listen, if you or I quit our job and we're working on a big corporation, 
uh, odds are you wouldn't find out about it. Like the Hill wouldn't have found out about it. Other mainstream media platforms wouldn't have found out about it. But for some reason, this individual felt so strong about her beliefs that not only did she resign, but she somehow found a way to leak it to the mainstream media that she was leaving with for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's why they took that story and ran off with it. So I think it's fascinating. These people feel so entitled, like they're morally and ethically correct. And so that everyone should feel the same way and kind of congratulate them. Um, but you know, we don't feel that way. We don't support people who don't support free speech and we sure as heck don't support them when they sit there and want to censor other Americans just for simply disagreeing with their political beliefs. Listen, I don't like people on the left. I don't really believe in the same things that they believe in. And I really don't want to have a conversation with most of them because I think that they're just so, mm, I'll be nice and say mentally ill. But uh, the reality of it is, is I don't hate them. I don't want to silence them. I don't want to push them out. I don't want to uh, affect their, their flow of you know money, like making mm -hmm. money. So I would never advocate for the things that they advocate for, for conservatives. So uh, good riddance to this little witch. Have fun on the way out. Don't yeah. It, door it, on, on your mm, behinds. Yeah. Uh, you know, it seems like Twitter is doing better than ever with like 20% of mm -hmm. its staff. Yeah. You know, so I don't know yeah. what was going on there before. I know uh, you've done reporting, you know, with, with uh, FBI whistleblowers and so forth that I think there was over 80 FBI employees that are connected to uh, the mainstream, the, the social media platforms enforcing FBI uh thinking points and regulating, you know, what's going on there. So it's like they had extra outside influence and about 80% just fluff and fat inside mm -hmm, as a yeah. company that, that, you know, if nothing else, it was a good model. I think from a business standpoint, what Elon Musk has done there, like, Hey, we can definitely do better by addition, by subtraction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and look, his business is thriving, although the he's having issues with advertisers, but that's because of media matters. Uh, the reality of it is, is a lot of these social media companies do have a lot of former Intel people working there. Uh, Name Redacted has done a great uh, amount of research and has poured out all of the details regarding Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms on how they've hired these people. And yes, they were a part of the censorship uh, police over at Twitter as well. So mm -hmm. I think it's quite interesting. There was actually a picture when Elon first came on board, and uh, it was with him with all of the staffers after he did layoffs. And then they compared it to a photo of all of the staff before Elon Musk took over. And uh, there wasn't a single female at all in, in the, the updated photo, which I think is interesting, that right? Is. A lot of these women, yeah. I mean, listen, like if a woman it has, if a female's earned her rights to work for a company, I'm all on board for it. But a lot of the times they're just like empathy hires. Yeah. Like, oh, we have to bring women into this. We have to. And so they bring them on board. Uh, I like the fact, there you go. Look, it's all men, no women. And um, I like the fact that Elon's not really afraid to say that, that, you know, if we want, if we want productivity, we want to save money, you got to get rid of all of the fat. And sometimes it is the uh, empathy hires, I like to call them. It looks like that's, a lot of guys that uh, would know how to code. That's true. I don't see, a, yeah. I don't see a lot of, you know, white haired, older guys either. Nobody on there looks right. like Dr. Peter McCullough mm -hmm. or anything either. I mean, it's <laughs> like, it looks like he's, he's, he's hiring people that were made to do the job yeah. of writing code. And making the platform work. And so who knows true. if that's their whole staff. It's All just, right. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Last one. Yeah. Why are they no longer teaching kids cursive in school? This is a question we've asked so many times. You said likely because they don't <laughs> want them to be able to read the U.S. Constitution. You know who gave me that idea? You guys. Remember we had that <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know why, though. We just threw it out there. Like, I know. Hey. I'm like, hey. I know. You guys did tell this is a good tweet. Yeah, this is a good tweet. So this was this was while we were having I think this was at dinner we we spoke about this yep. um with, with your family and so I mean it's true why why would you not teach it I think it's beautiful I love reading in script 
And I think it's elegant and beautiful and, and all everything else. But I'm seeing like young people signing paperwork and documents like in print. And I'm yep. like, that's not how you're supposed to sign. And most of them just don't even know it. So I'd have to just assume that it's the constitution. They don't want you to be able to read it. And someone underneath there was a little wise guy. I was like, oh, there's, there's, there's different websites where you could read it in print. Yeah, buddy. But guess what? If you can't read the original <laughs> form of it, anyone can tell you what it says. Exactly. And you can't push back. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It, it's really sad because, um, you know, we've heard conversations of like, you know, uh, grandmas writing letters to their grandkids in cursive, but the grandkids can't read it, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's pretty wild. And I kind of just say, that. any of you out there, if, if you want to get into any kind of a scuffle with Brianna on Twitter, don't, okay? Just... <laughs> Honestly, it's like bringing a pocket knife to a gunfight. You're you're probably <laughs> not equipped mentally, emotionally uh, to, to to go there. She's you know grew up in New York. She just she'll take your earrings off and she will cut you. You know, just right there in your brain on the Twitter feed. Yep. So don't don't brilliant mind. Don't do it. Uh, real quick, what's coming up on the Brown Amarillo show? What do you got coming up? Yeah. What's on the horizon? So we've got some good stuff coming up. Okay, so first thing up is I've recently uncovered that. The U.S. Capitol Police aren't just operating within Washington, D.C. They're actually opening up satellite offices all around the United States. And it's something that's very interesting, given the prosecution that's been done here in the state of Florida. You'd be surprised to find out that, oh, look, there's an office here in Florida, too. Even though they've been uh, targeting all these J6ers here in Florida, anyone who attended the rally has probably received a knock on the door by the FBI by now. So I thought that was pretty interesting. We're going to be mm -hmm. reporting on that. I've reached out to the uh, Ashley Moody, the Attorney General of Florida, Capitol Police, uh, Ron DeSantis's office, Speaker Mike Johnson. So we're going to go through that this week. There's great. a couple of other reports that we're working on. Yeah. So it's going to be great. It's, again, something you're not going to see on Fox News. So make sure you tune in. I love it. A fam fam Flavor Family, go to BriannaMarillo.com, B-R-E-A-N-N-A-M-O-R-E-L-L-O.com. You can find her Substack there. You can find her Rumble there. You can find her uh, Twitter there. Great place to be able to follow her. Make sure you like her on Rumble. Make sure you like her on Twitter and you're following her. You Thank will, you. You will be better for it. Yes, you will. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time, Brianna. <laughs> David and Stacey, always a pleasure. Thank you. Mom. Well, Wesley and I got all in the Christmas spirit after decorating, and we decided to make a naughty and nice list. And Ooh. I have to say, Avery, you're doing quite well. Really? So we're trying to decide who all we're going to buy my pillow stuff for Christmas. You know, if you use promo code Flyover, you get up to 66% off when you go to mypillow.com. That's a great deal. Can't beat it. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Promo code Flyover. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. 
Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk. Hey, how are you? Great. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us today. Oh my word, it's so good to join you. Every we got we got to make the, the economy like fun and interesting, oh, you yeah, know. Normally right. it's like we got you on. elbow patches and a high back chair and some guy with a pipe is what you, you know, you picture, but you know, <laughs> nope. you're, you're you're a real dude that's happened to have two PhDs and you got real takes. I and I love the the fact of, you know, sometimes the news you're talking about is is funky and 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 dark, but you never are. Mm-mm. And it, it, I, I look, every time I'm done talking to you, it's kind of like, oh, it is going to be snowing. It's going to be 24 degrees, but now I have a coat. I'm yep. going to wear some long johns and it's like, I'm going to be fine. You know, like that doesn't have to be the end of the world. Now, if I went out in like some Bermuda shorts and flip flops, I'd be like, ah, that this might be is, a problem. This is a problem. So it, it has much less to do with what's going on in the weather and much more to do about what am I doing to be prepared for it. And mm-hmm. that, that's kind of what these segments are all about. It's what they're all about. And, you know, my my wife and the staff here always say, Kirk, you got to take off the camel hair jacket with the with the patches on the elbows and take that pipe out. <laughs> <laughs> so I do. I listen to them. Right? You're good. coachable. You are very coachable. you got a cool staff. Like, it's all a marketing gig, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I always tell people, man, this is not your grandpa's PhD, man. This guy's no, cool. No. He's got a couple, got a couple tats. You know, he's, you know, he's got, he's like, he's like a real guy that just happens to know a lot about the economy, but That's right. lives in the real world and the Bible, and, and as a kick butt, you know, big truck. That's true. You know, I, I do, but I don't have a camel hair jacket with patches on the <laughs> or a pipe. One. And look at how I dress. I never will. (laughs) You're like, no, I'm not going out like that. I'm not selling out to the man. Not at all. No, not, not pretentious or stuffy at all. Not that everybody with those kind of jackets are. I'm just saying, um, it's not, that's not you. No, it's not my thing, (laughs) but okay. So something interesting that I want to talk about today is, is, um, where we're headed as a society. I mean, I think, the, the left is really, really good. The globalist, the World Economic Forum, Bank for International Settlements, they don't hide in the shadows like they used mm-hmm. to. They don't use secret code words. They just go out there and say, this is what we're going to do. And you're going to you're going to eat bugs and you're going to like it. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just they don't hide. I mean, they're mm-hmm. just out there telling the world what's going to happen. And then it comes to pass. I mean, I saw the. Uh, the Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson interview, you Phenomenal. know, it was Ooh. amazing. And what? Tucker asked Alex, I said, how do you, how are you so good at predicting things? He said, well, not a prophet. Um, he said, all I do is read the source documents of these institutions and they come to be. I mean, I just talk about them. Well, that's what I've done for you. I look at 
Federal Reserve minutes, boring, I know, but but you might as well go to the source. We've discussed Bank for International Settlements, Project Aurora, Project Icebreaker. It just kind of comes to pass because they are the policymakers of the world, right? So, yeah. so I, I like to look at the original source documents. That doesn't make me a prophet. It just makes me reiterating what they've already said, and then it, it comes to pass. But you look at... Um, some interesting things. So, so Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum, um, he was talking about COVID. And he said the pandemic was a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, yep. reimagine, and reset our world. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what did he just say? He just said that that COVID was the test. It was the test to see how much pain. America or the world would take before they start giving away their freedoms and we can reset the world, right? Well, they saw it doesn't take much. (laughs) It didn't take much. It's like, oh, scary flu. Uh, You better wear masks. You better not travel. You better shelter in place. You better shut down restaurants and stores and destroy the economy because of a flu, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, how do you fix it? Oh, we've got a solution. We've got these amazing shots that you can take. And it's like, what? It's really? crazy hey, how hey, fast Solution, excellent. We got one for you. And yeah. uh, we're going to make billions off of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so so that was the test. What comes next is a financial test. Not a health scare, but a financial test. That's, I think, more than a test. It's actually the real deal. And we'll go over that. But but another thing of telegraphing where the world is is headed. So I, I saw this um, on Netflix. There's this new movie coming out. It, it actually looks kind of good, like something that I would like. It's called Leave the World Behind. So what is this story? It's about here. I'll read you the little snapshot of it mm-hmm. because I like these kind of movies. I like disaster movies. Right. But but it's a psychological thriller. It follows the story of two families whose lives become intertwined after a blackout becomes a major crisis, right? No, no power, no internet, complete blackout. So who produced it? That's the question. Well, if you look, it's Barack and Michelle Obama. B-Rock, B-Rock Hussein what? Obama. He knows How a little something about what's coming. A cool movie that sounds like I would want to see because I like disaster movies. Well, I think they're telegraphing. That could be a reality. What could be a reality? And so so they can be on the forefront and say, look, we were almost like prophets. We we showed what the world was sure. going to look like. Hmm, it's just sort of happened that way, right? Wow. Well, it's easy to give a prophetic word like, hey, I, Kirk, I got a prophetic word for you. Your, your car is probably going to be stolen next week. And then you're and the then, one playing you know, on Next week, it? I come and steal your car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when, when I, I mean, so, so Klaus Schwab, Bank for International Settlements, World Economic Forum, the the Fed, the European Central Bank, the BRICS nations, they're all saying what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Putin, he's, he's, he didn't he didn't like fib or he didn't like he just said, hey, we're going to de-dollarize the world. That's our objective and it's irreversible. It's like done. Off you yeah. go. The mic drop moment for Putin. Right. So, yeah. so here's where what is coming. Right. So. Everything that's coming has been planned out for quite some time, right? And looking at the source documents of, of things like, like what Alex Jones said that he does, 
Well, that's what I do. So let's go back in time. Let's go back to um, 20. Let's see. I believe it, when was this bill? Uh, we're looking at 2019 through 2020, the 116th Congress, right? So H.R. 6321 um, is talking about the COVID-19 emergency. This was March it's a, it's 23rd Maxine Waters. Anti-Maxine yeah. here. Maxine and I think Pelosi brought this to the to the floor for a vote, but it's a it's a bill that talks about Title One protecting consumers, renters, homeowners, and people experiencing homelessness. Right. So, what does Section One Hundred One say? Direct stimulus payments for families. Number one, a digital dollar. Right. Whoa. If you want stimulus payments, you're going to have to do it in a digital dollar. Part two, a digital dollar wallet. So if you want to receive a digital dollar stimulus, you have to have a digital dollar wallet that's three going to be issued by a member bank. And these funds are going to pass through the digital dollar wallet um, to a qualified individual. And they, they define that. It's like, what? This was back in 2020? Yeah. So this was in 2020. They just described central bank digital currency, the Fed Now app, and if you want any kind of government money, you have to be part of a digital dollar. You have to have a digital dollar wallet, right? So they're basically saying, who's who's going to not accept their stupid central bank digital currency? Complete loss of freedom, intrusion on our lives, loss of privacy altogether. Uh, you know, people getting Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, um, you know, handouts of any sort, food stamps, women, infant, children programs. If you want any of that, or how about your government pension? You're going to mm. have to have a digital wallet to receive benefits from the government. So it goes back one step further, too. So wow. look at what's on the screen right now. This this um, this is the U.S. Patent Office, right? It's an application for a patent. What what's the patent for? Uh, basically, a oh, digital wallet, digital mm. currency. Who is the applicant? Visa, right? So, so what they're basically in May of 2020. Is, yeah, and well, actually, in November of 2019, oh. they applied. For this. May 14th of 2020, it was accepted. But these are techniques that, that are discussed, which makes the necess necessity by a central entity computer a request for digital currency. So Visa is has a patent now for a central bank digital currency. Visa transcends any individual bank, right? Because you can go to any bank in yeah. the world, you get your debit card, you get your credit card, it's either a Visa or a MasterCard, right? So so Visa transcends just about everything. This has very little to do with just banks. This has to do with every single transaction that you would make on a credit mm -hmm. card or a debit card. This goes back to 2019. They've been planning today for years, for at least four years, right? And now we're seeing the fruit on that tree of their insidious plans to take away our freedoms and cut us off from buying or so selling. Before most people heard the word COVID, there was an application in for this. And Klaus Schwab said COVID was basically the preseason game for the real season uh, when it comes to uh, resetting the way we do business and life. Mm -hmm. The pandemic was a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect reimagine and reset our world. 
you nailed it. I mean, so the, the financial reset was done prior mm. to COVID, the planning of it. You had to bring COVID to see how much uh, Americans and people around the world would give up and how quickly and what it would take. And now we're seeing oh, central bank digital currency. In fact, three days ago, Bank of America, I mean, big bank, second largest bank in North America, right? Said our digital wallet's about ready sometime between now and January 19th. We're going to be implementing it completely, right? It's like, oh my word. So, so that's not some small little entity. Right. Bank of America no. is Bank of America Merrill Lynch. Um, so it's like, whoa, what in the world is happening? Well, you, what's happening is the things that they were planning out in 2019. You can look at those source documents, which is why we've been talking about this for about a year. Not because it's some kind of, you know, brainchild that I thought of that'd be kind of cool to talk about. It's like, no, we're warning people cool. based on the messaging that's coming from these institutions that are implementing these plans. That is crazy. Okay, so you hear this and think, okay, this is coming down the pike. It's not very far in the future. Uh, but we're like, we don't want to go that direction. We don't want to, if this is the mark of the beast, or we don't want that much control from the government, you know, what are options? Because or, it looks kind of scary. Or uh, how much leverage, you know, I've got, got a piece of, like, if 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 all my money is in this versus something, whether it's silver or uh, gold or, you know, whatever, um, do I have more negotiating power as that begins? You know, I mean, well, yeah. is, is some of that a thing? I mean, like, say, say you have you know X amount of dollars in your savings account, and they're like, "Hey, everything is going to this new wallet, so it has to be converted to be like converting it to Bitcoin or converting it mm -hmm. to you know any other kind of a digital currency." Um, do I would I have more leverage if this is falling and this is going up? My beginning balance, you know, I mean, maybe that will be what you have to have some of your wealth in in order to buy an airline ticket or to you know buy gas or you know that kind of thing or you know. Can or you get your government assistance? Yeah, welfare so, or retirement. Or if whatever. I'm sitting on the sideline with with a box of this or a box of this, even if it's you know the equivalent amount now, will that give me a different position to deal with those guys there? Yeah, it will. So two two pronged approach to success here, right? Number one, like we talked about earlier in the week, uh, gold going up oil coming down, signs of a recession. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going into a, a really bad economy and, and gold and silver should absolutely soar. But looking at it, not from a, a of an investment perspective, but a free freedom perspective, mm -hmm. right? Is you get out of that system, you get out of that digital system, get out of that FedNow app, and you have a tangible asset that you can use for barter if need be. You've just killed two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. This is why I think it's such um, God-given wisdom and discernment and creativity to navigate through some of these crises with a smile on your face, then and and it's just better than actually living in fear. I mean, who wants to live in fear? Yeah. Who wants to live in a world where they think I I have no choice but to take the mark of the beast or I'm going to starve? No, you don't have to think like that. Now, if you have an alternative currency that you can use for barter, what did you just do? You got out of that beast-like system. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the reasons it's not just an investment reason. It's a freedom reason why gold and silver makes mm -hmm. so much sense. 
That is huge. That is huge. Okay, so Flyover Family, go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page. There's videos there. Yeah. There's great information you can read. But when you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever to figure out what's the best thing for you to do, um, give you options. Or you can also call 720-605-3900. Again, 720-605-3900. Don't wait. Do it today. Find out your options at least, and then you can make a, a good decision for your family. So Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, it used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office, $700 more a month than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending, but we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets and now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75 if it goes to 100 all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. What a great show. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Yes, and we bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. Yes. We bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Peace out, guys. We'll see you again next time. Adios. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Yeah.